Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world's bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Charisma Myth, How Anyone Can Master the Art and Science of Personal Magnetism. As we get started, take a moment to consider a few questions. Do you think you are a charismatic person? Do you believe it is difficult to practice charisma? If someone told you that you could train to be charismatic without any bodybuilding, weight loss, makeup, or even personality change, would you believe them? Before you jump to answer these questions, listen to the following short story. One summer day in 1955, Marilyn Monroe was riding the subway like any normal person. Even though she was accompanied by a magazine editor and a photographer, nobody recognized this plainly dressed girl. Yes, you heard right. The beautiful Marilyn Monroe appeared plain and ordinary, and no one on the train noticed her. However, she decided to show the world that she could instantaneously change from a normal person to a glamorous star whenever she wanted. So, when she stepped out of the subway onto the sidewalk in New York, she let down her hair and struck a pose. With this simple twist, the familiar glamorous Marilyn Monroe appeared, and suddenly realizing that the superstar was right next to them, passers-by rushed to her in a craze. How amazing is that? What enabled Marilyn Monroe to switch so easily from plain and simple to glamorous? The book The Charisma Myth, How Anyone Can Master the Art and Science of Personal Magnetism, will decipher this mystery for you. The book is written by Olivia Fox Cobain, a professional charisma and leadership coach and a former Forbes columnist. Her work has appeared in the New York Times, Bloomberg, and Businessweek. Her most important claim in the book and one that goes against what we're used to thinking is that charisma is not innate but a skill that anyone can learn. Charisma is a vague and abstract concept for most people, but for Cobain, it is an applied science with significant practicality. After you finish this bookie, you will know that you don't need to change yourself to be charismatic, and you don't need to force yourself to change your personality. What you do need to learn and practice is how to better express yourself. From the perspective of behavioral science, Cobain dissects the psychological basis, behavioral patterns, and social scenarios that collectively form the foundation of charisma. She also elaborates on the practical methods and techniques of charisma and shares a series of small exercises she has designed that can be applied to daily life. By practicing these techniques, you can almost immediately feel the change in the eyes of those around you and see your own personal attractiveness increase. Next, we will unlock this book in the following three parts. Part 1, The Fundamentals of Charisma. Part 2, Practicing Charisma. Part 3, Challenging Situations for Charisma. Let's start with Part 1, The Fundamentals of Charisma. Most people probably believe that charisma is a natural trait, but Cobain disagrees. She argues that if charisma were an innate attribute, charismatic people would be captivating all the time. However, as we can see from entertainment news, superstars and models may be charismatic in one moment but not the next. Why is that? Well, charisma is something that can be switched on and off. Research has shown that charisma is the result of specific nonverbal behaviors rather than an inherent personal quality. In fact, 
The charisma level of those superstars fluctuates greatly depending on whether or not they are exhibiting these specific behaviors, just as our previous story illustrated. When Marilyn Monroe wanted to turn her charisma back on, all she needed to do was change her body language. Charisma is usually acquired early in life. Many people don't consciously realize that they are learning charismatic behaviors even when they're practicing them. They constantly reflect on the outcomes of their behavior and refine their actions accordingly, these slowly become instinctive responses and reflexes. This is how countless well-known charismatic figures reach the peak of their charisma. For instance, Steve Jobs, the famous Apple CEO was known as the most charismatic person of his time. However, from Cobain's professional point of view, Jobs did not start out being the person we're all familiar with today. His early presentations came across as shy and awkward, and he was received as anything from overly dramatic to downright nerdy. However, Jobs progressively built up his charisma over the years. You can see the traces of that progress in the public appearances he made over the years. So, what does it take to increase one's level of charisma? Some people mistakenly believe that a charismatic individual must have an attractive appearance and an innately outgoing personality. In other words, they believe that a lot of people would need to change their personalities to be charismatic. But in reality, charisma is not about physical appearance, being an introvert or extrovert or any other kind of personality. Instead, it is about behaviors, and these are specific behaviors that can be learned and mastered by ordinary people to increase their levels of charisma. While learning these behavioral techniques might feel awkward at the beginning, through practice, they become habits and manifest themselves without us even being aware. Before you start learning and practicing specific charismatic behaviors, you need to understand its three core elements which are presence, power, and warmth. Presence is the foundation of charisma. In Cobain's view, those who are fully present are charismatic, and the charm of being present applies to nearly all kinds of business and interpersonal settings. Everyone wants to feel acknowledged and respected. When we communicate with others, we are able to better focus on the present moment, pay attention to others' language and center the conversation around them. In this way, the person or people we're talking with will feel valued and will enjoy being the center of the conversation. That feeling of enjoyment makes them feel good about us. Even though we may not say a word during the whole process, we appear charismatic and likable to them. Let's look at a typical example. In the Victorian era, William Gladstone and Benjamin Disraeli were both running for Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Only one week before the election, they happened to have dinner separately with the same woman. When the woman was asked what she thought of the two gentlemen, she said, after dining with Mr. Gladstone, I thought he was the cleverest person in England. But after dining with Mr. Disraeli, I thought I was the cleverest person in England. The implication in her response is simple, Benjamin Disraeli's presence made the woman feel smart and attractive, and in the end, Disraeli won the election. This is a famous example of how rewarding presence can be. In addition to presence, another important element of charisma is power. The cult of power is ingrained in our genes. Early in the evolution of human beings, we needed power to fight nature, survive, and protect ourselves from harm. At the same time, we are awed by what seems powerful, and we retain these preferences deep in our consciousness. Our admiration of power is everywhere, 
from the sheer physical strength shown by athletes and the large amount of money owned by industrialists to politicians' extraordinary political power and the intelligence of scholars. Having a sense of power can make you shine in a crowd, but having only power can easily make others feel oppressed and threatened. However, power combined with warmth is a rare and precious trait. Warmth is an effective catalyst that produces charisma. Some famous religious leaders have possessed the charisma of kindness and warmth. Their influence comes from not only their powerful personality, but also the warmth they show. Every one of us has the desire to be understood, satisfied, and accomplished. We are more likely to receive this feeling of satisfaction from people who like and accept us, and in return we will like them more as well. Therefore, once your warmth touches others, your charisma will rise to the next level. After understanding the basic elements of charisma, we need to learn about the next part of Cobain's argument, which is that charisma begins in the mind. We can't consciously control all of our body language. Whether we like it or not, our facial expressions and voice faithfully reflect our mental and emotional states. If we don't consciously control this flow, whatever is on our mind will show up in our body language. So, if we want to be perceived as charismatic, we must start from our mind. If your inner state is anti-charismatic, your underlying thoughts and feelings will come to the surface sooner or later. If your internal state is charismatic, the right body language will come out naturally. Therefore, the most important thing when learning charisma is to learn how to develop the mental states that generate charisma. That is the foundation of charisma and the foundation on which we can build our external charismatic skills. At one executive coaching session, Cobain was told that the executives lacked social skills and that everyone in the class was hoping to have a lesson on social graces and business etiquette. However, as Cobain realized later in her teaching, these executives were all extraordinary learners. They did not lack social skills. What they needed foremost were personal internal skills. People with strong internal skills are aware of what is going on inside them and know how to deal with it. They can realize when their self-confidence is taking a hit and use the right tools to get back to a confident state such that their body language remains charismatic. By learning to create and maintain our own charismatic mental state, we will not be disturbed by other people's words, our confidence will not be affected by others' performance, and we won't be nervous and lose the charismatic skills we've mastered. The charismatic mental state is the awakened internal state that gives us the ability to control all kinds of situations, which offers us a significant advantage. All right, that concludes part one in which we explained why it's important to have a rational understanding of charisma based in the science of behavior. We now know that charisma is not an innate trait but involves skills and behaviors that can be learned. The three core elements of charisma are presence, power, and warmth. Moreover, charisma begins in the mind. Building a charismatic internal state by exercising our consciousness and self-control is the foundation for external charismatic behaviors. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook.
Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.